0: You're listening to the Lost Chill Podcast with Katie and Kimmy. For years now, I've had the pleasure of listening to the wit, banter, and pure joy from these two, and now I invite you to share in the delight of listening to them discuss the books they're currently reading. Whether you are a fellow dedicated bibliophile or simply wish you had more time to read, you will love hearing the insight and discussions around the stories they dive into. So grab a cup of coffee or pour a glass of wine and let's jump on in. Katie and Kimmy, take it away. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Chill Podcast. I'm Katie. And I'm Kimmy. And boy, does it feel good to say that again. Yes, it does. It has been such a long time and we have missed talking about books with you guys like crazy.
1: We sincerely apologize for the completely unannounced hiatus, but sometimes things in life happen and no one gets a warning. We were as completely surprised as you guys were, but we appreciate your loyalty and concern through it all. Yes, thank you from the
0: bottom of our heart. We cannot thank you enough for still being here, still listening, and still losing your chill with us. Our first year with the Lost Chill podcast was such a roller coaster. We learned so much from weekly, hyper-edited, always specific book episodes, to switching to bi-weekly and working on improvements in content. It has been a wild ride, so thank you for being here with us through it all.
1: If you haven't been around since then, or you've just missed us so much, we wanted to take this episode and reintroduce ourselves and have you get to know us. First things first, I really like food. That's it. That's what you need to know about me. And anyway, I was toying with the idea of how fun it is to get to know someone over a meal like a cute little first date. Logistically, though, our listeners are so widespread that a meal together isn't really feasible, and also recording yourself eating right next to a microphone is always a bad idea. Isn't that
0: called, like, ASMR or something like that? There's a word for it. Yeah. Is this, like, one of your kinks? No. It's a TikTok thing. Do you not get that stuff? No. Oh.
1: I only get Taylor Swift stuff. Oh, that's not surprising, seeing as you went viral. I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing uh anyway so besides that next best thing (laughs) equating books to food courses and voila this will be cheesy af but i love cheese also so i literally do not care i'm still not really sure where you're going with this but i'm here for it all right Hmm. close your eyes okay and welcome to restaurante tlc I see you all right on time for your reservation. Let me lead you to your table right this way. Ah, yes, let me take your jacket. Perfecto. Here's some ice-cold water in your menus. I will be right back with your bread. I didn't know there would be an accent with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so first and foremost, especially after that,
0: I'm going to need to see a wine menu, and I'm going to be needing something red and by the bottle.
1: Well... While we wait for our server to return, why don't you just tell me what you've been reading lately? Stuff. Oh. Anything good? Things. Oh. Words. Are you my 12-year-old, 13-year-old son, however old that guy is? He turned another year old while
0: we were gone. <sighs> yeah, I know. You have a teenager now.
1: I have a teenager.
0: Haha. Um I've been reading things. Uh, when we took our hiatus, I also took a hiatus from reading.
1: Which is so funny. It was me who caused the hiatus. <laughs> but Katie's like, yes, I needed a break. Uh, I was so stressed out <laughs> because of, of uh, things
0: going on in your life. I never stopped reading. I kept at the I know. same pace. I know you did, which was impressive.
1: I read one book from... That was a doozy. Are you sure it was like the hiatus or was it the one book that was like, oh, that was probably enough? I... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I knew it,
0: but, uh, since we decided that we were coming back right now, <laughs> we decided this right now, or at right now, moment. we were like, Hey, are you busy? And Kimmy was like, no. And I was like, Hey, I'm coming over. We're going to record. Yes. That's Just exactly, what exactly how this happened. It's fantastic. Um, so yeah. Uh, but since the beginning of the year I've restarted.
1: She's not going to share any of that with us,
0: guys. I've been... No, I'm just just, going to let you... Just stuff. I read Reckless Girls. Oh, I read that. Yeah. Uh, We're going to be talking about that on our next episode. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Uh, Reckless Girls by a lady with the last name Hawkins. Hawkins. Yes. Lady Hawkins is her (laughs) Instagram (laughs) Instagram name, and that's why I couldn't think of her real name. (laughs) (laughs) I should have just said Lady Hawkins. Lady Hawkins. (laughs) And then... What's the other book I read? The Maid. The Maid was fantastic by Nita Prose. Her first book, she was already in the literary field. It was fantastic. And then um, I finished Michael Conley's new book, The Dark Hours, last night. Have you left
1: your um, review on NetGalley yet? I have not. I will be doing that later. Excellent. I have a spreadsheet for that. (laughs) We have spreadsheets for everything. We do. It's glorious. It's,
0: It's fantastic. We are both spreadsheet- aficionados and yes. we like to make them and, and so share fun. them with each other.
1: It's great. It is. It really we keep, is. We
0: stay organized that way and I feel like coming back from this break we are more organized than ever. Yes. You look not that you
1: guys ever knew that. But... Yes.
0: <laughs> but we behind did. Behind the scenes. Behind the
1: scenes, now just as We're doing it behind the scenes. Oh, hello there. Fancy seeing you here. <laughs> what about you what have you read
0: (laughs) you've read more things than me not that many more i think yeah not that many more
1: i've only read three but one of them was two book lengths so i looked for that book today and i could not find it
0: well not the second one but the first one you
1: looked for so she's talking about she looked for blood and ash uh, which i read in like september yeah and i just finished the second book in that series called a kingdom of flesh and fire oh man it caught me good were you shook Yeah, uh, I don't think I was shook. Like, I feel like the ending was predictable. Like, there were clues leading up to that. And I was like, yeah, that had crossed my mind. But also, it was just so well done, but also, like, gets you so hooked that you have questions and, like, you need to know what happens next.
0: How many books are in this series?
1: So, there's three that are out. Fourth is coming out in March. And then I think there's slated to be two more.
0: Okay. For some reason, I thought there was more than just the three that are already out. Oh, she has other like stuff. Bye. Maybe that's why you just... Maybe
1: that's why. Yeah. Um, and that one, it is long. It's like well over 600 pages. And so I was like at the halfway point. And I was like, oh, if this was another book. I could just already be <laughs> checking off a book by now. It's fine. I hate when that happens. What happened last year too, kind of, my longest book of the entire year last year was The Other Bowling Girl. And that was like the second book I read of the year. Yeah. You struggle with that. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. What Your is. favorite. Yeah, and I just finished Ready Player Two. Did you like that one? On audio. Uh, do you, like, is Will Wheaton a guy, or is he just like... He's a guy. He what, was what? on Star Trek. Oh, he, was he was on Star yes. Trek? He was also
0: on The Big Bang
1: Theory. Well, I remember that, but he was like a person, like... No, he played himself. Yeah, he played himself, so he was already somewhat notorious for whatever nerdy thing. I didn't know his nerdy claim to fame. Yes. Uh, I just knew the nerds loved him. Yes,
0: it's because he was on Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, okay. You're welcome that you are friends with a nerd. He narrated that. Oh, was he any good? Yeah. Yeah? I can listen to him very fast.
1: Oh, is he a slow talker? I was getting up to like three. Oh,
0: you know, I haven't listened to any audiobooks lately. I have a bunch of credits on both of the platforms that I use.
1: So that's fun stuff. And I just started Finley, our old friend. Our old, our old friend. Girl. How is she? She's good. Well, she's all right. I'm sure that she's going to get into some trouble. Uh, it's take, It takes place like a month after the second one. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's not too much. You have to remember it all comes back.
0: Oh, good. I really liked that book. I'm excited to start that soon.
1: Yeah, so we'll discuss that sequel, too, in an upcoming episode. Yeah. A while from now. Yeah. Because we need some other books to release, too. Yeah. Because there were, I think, three books that we did episodes on last year Mm -hmm. that all had sequels come out of The Thursday Murder Club. Oh, I see what you're saying. Flow Plan. Yes. And this one. Yes. So we're going to have an episode where we discuss sequels in general. We'll talk about those ones specifically. Yeah. And then if they're good or bad, like sequels in general, the idea of that. I should really read those books. You have time a little bit. <laughs> I think that's our, because there's th- three episodes in March. Okay. And that's the third bonus. Okay. All right. I got a little bit of time. Right. Oh, Oh! look, here comes our server now. Oh, hey, Garcon. <laughs> the bread basket. I love a good bread basket. They're absolutely classic. Pretty much always good, no matter the variation. And you always know that you need to stop yourself so you don't fill up on just bread. (laughs) Katie, what is the bread and butter of books to you? Well, I prefer chips and salsa.
0: Must you be so difficult? I think you know the answer to that. (sighs) Fine.
1: What is your chips and salsa of books?
0: Well, I feel warm and fuzzy when I see a bread basket or... Chips and salsa. So, the books that give me the warm and fuzzies are murders (laughs) and thrillers. So precious. Isn't that heartwarming? Yes. (laughs) It is. I love a fast paced murder or psychological thriller, and I love when books raise my pulse. I can tend to overeat these and not leave room for anything else, just like chips and salsa. (laughs) And I recently read, like I talked about earlier, the new Michael Conley book, The Dark Hours. And every time there was a break in the case that they were working, I would get a tiny little adrenaline dump. And I love when books do that. <laughs> so, I know. We all saw this coming. We did. Yeah. So what about you, senorita? <laughs> I am learning the Espanol. ooh I can tell. Yes. You
1: just dropped a word like it was hot. <laughs>
0: dropped it like it was hot. I don't know how to say that in the Espanol. So I apologize. I will learn.
1: I do know that you have to be very careful because they have two words for hot, which oh. are caliente and calor. Yeah. But when you're talking about certain things, you want to use the right one. Because I tried to say once that I was like it was summertime, and I was trying to say I was hot in Spanish class, and I ended up saying I was horny because I got them switched up. Like like so hot for you, ooh la la.
0: Oh, is that caliente? Mm-hmm. Okay, so don't don't so tell don't people say that unless like, you want this, unless
1: this salsa is muy caliente. You might be able to use it that time because it's like spicy hot. So maybe you can oh. use it for salsa and girls. <laughs> we'll have to figure this <laughs> yes. out. Just be careful. <laughs> okay, thank you. I think like heat from the sun is calor. Okay. Anyways, that was Moving on. millions of years ago. Spanish lessons on the lost chill. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, my bread and butter is definitely historical fiction. I just love to devour it. We'll probably be sneaking bites of it until someone stops me, and sometimes it does get to be too much and I need a break, but after just one more. To me, historical fiction is truly, truly like a breadbasket. Sometimes you can tell it's fresh and full of good perspectives, and you can just let yourself enjoy it and get into it, and it is bliss. For me, books like Beneath a Scarlet Sky, The Nightingale, or Sunflower Sisters just completely elevate reading and make me feel more connected to humanity i just feel hopeful
0: that's some powerful bread have can you i have some
1: really bread? <laughs> i have i have life-changing it is oh, life-changing you know what i love i love the oil and the balsamic oh, vinegar oh god
0: oh, oh yeah i
1: experience.
0: do that at home
1: Ooh, i don't think i've ever done that at home yeah
0: because i love it that much with some a good sourdough or something mm,
1: i prefer french oh yeah okay. don't judge
0: I'm not. Yeah, I'm here for it. I don't like super crunchy bread, though. I like the softer bread. Hmm. Because I'm a hundred.
1: How do you feel about that scene in Remy when she's like, "You have to listen to it"? In uh-uh. Ratatouille and Remy. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was like trying to figure out what you said, and I was like, "Oh, Remy the mouse. Oh, yeah. Okay, he's a rat. Whatever. It's Mickey. who's a mouse. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's order rat- Moving appetizers on. now. <laughs> This is, of course, the appetizer course. Of course. Of course, of course. Of course, of course. So just a few quick bites of goodness. Not the star of the show by any means, but maybe something you just want to try or just like a little of here and there, small quantities, a uh, charcuterie board, if you will. A charcuterie. A Yeah. Classic. I know. Everyone's favorite.
0: Everyone's favorite charcuterie.
1: <laughs> First of all.
0: I am going to preface this with my appetizer is fried cheese. It is greasy and heavy and you regret eating it before your food comes out because it is so heavy and leaves little room for the main course. <laughs> I say this because you know that ashamed feeling that you get when you eat like that and your food comes out and you're like, oh my God, I still need to eat this. That's what this genre is for me. Shame. The shame genre. <laughs> the shame genre. I am also going to coin a new term here. Feeling fiction. <laughs> I know I am going to catch absolute hell from you about this. I already knew that coming into this show, but it is true. I said it. What is feeling fiction? When I just need a good cry because it feels like I need to cry, but don't really have a reason to <laughs> because I'm crazy. Feeling fiction. Feeling fiction. Popular feeling fiction authors include the Queen herself, Kristen Hanna, and Frederick Bachman. I know I always say I do not like feelings, but there are times when I just need to let the feelings I bottle up out, and that happens to be the way that I do that. Do not come for me, Kimberly. What's yours?
1: That's amazing. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. I'm going to
0: get off my soapbox now. I really planned out that speech. It was from the heart. Wow. Because I knew that you were going to give me so much
1: shit. No, I love it. I'm here for your feelings. (laughs) And I know that your shame is tied up deeply (laughs) with feeling those. So, my confession is I feel no shame with appetizers. And I freaking love appetizers. Sometimes I make a whole meal out of appetizer so i can get more of them they always go too quickly and i know they aren't the star of the show but i can't get enough and i often regret not making them the main course what checks all those same boxes in the book world for me is hands down young adult ya if you will i love it so much (laughs) Is this like all guitar for you? Do you does yeah. your brain go Yeah? Yeah But not like yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Alright, well I love Young Adult, I don't read it enough. I could probably make it all I read and be happy. It's always surprising the thought and complexity and depth that goes into them. Well, let me be blunt for those who don't know. Young adult is not just for kids. Say it louder for the people in the back. Young adult is not just for kids. That was aggressive. <laughs> sorry. This, is, this is my soapbox. So I let you I'm out sorry. Okay, much. I'm sorry. Some of our joint favorite books last year were Young Adult, such as Firekeeper's Daughter and Clap When You Land. Of course there are many fantastic series such as Harry Potter or Percy Jackson, and I just freaking love them. I could probably give more young adult recommendations than any other genre because there are so many good options Hurricane Summer, anything by Emma Lord who is just a ball of delight the sister of the Traveling Pants series I Killed Zoe Spanos instructions for dancing and on and on and on and on. You do love your yeah
0: sorry yeah yeah Yeah, I do (laughs) I have read many of those at your insistence and did enjoy most of them I will say I don't love it like you do, though. And it's fine for a small bite every now
1: and then, but it'll never be my meat and potatoes. Look at you getting in the spirit of things. So tell me then, what is your meat and potatoes or your main course, the heartiest part of your reading that fills up your red pile and leaves you most satisfied?
0: There's so many different kinds of fiction books that can leave, leave me feeling satiated. But what I really, really love is when I end up being obsessed with a book that I never would have picked up had it not been for me seeing something on Instagram or having somebody recommend it to me. That is the absolute most satisfying for me. Addie LaRue did that, Firekeeper's Daughter, which you already mentioned, um, and so many more. And I especially like when somebody personally recommends something to me because they think I will like it and I end up absolutely loving it. That is such a good feeling and it fills my main course plate with happiness and a good book. Oh, I'm adorable. Oh,
1: Totes adorable. <laughs> well, what is your main course? So there's genres, right?
0: <laughs> use my term.
1: I'm not going to use it. Okay, it's feeling <laughs> fiction. Okay. <laughs> so what I read the most is fiction, and that's just like ordering the steak and potatoes, or, or you can get the medium rare oak fired fillet of beef with black truffle brown butter chateau potatoes. That you can order that at California Grill at Disney World Easter Egg. And for me, according to my story graph, that like real specific branch is feeling fiction. No, it's emotional and reflective reads. That's what I read the most. Feeling fiction, emotional and reflective reads.
0: I like my term better. Just saying.
1: Emotional and reflective reads, ear reads, if you will. Okay, so give me all the feels, nostalgia, emotions, growth. Seriously, 78 out of my 138 oh reads my last year were listed as emotional. That's over a quarter of my pie chart. <laughs> oh
0: Wow, that does not surprise me, but it's
1: still quite the feat
0: at the same time. No, thank you. Well, okay, I would say no feelings, but my appetizer... So it's just my your fried appetizer. cheese?
1: It was the fried cheese. It was the shame. The shame part of the meal so i will be making that my whole meal and you'll be eyeing me secretly yeah i'll be like oh i should have ordered that
0: Mm." (laughs) can i have a bite
1: yes okay you can you little chris and hannah worshiper you guilty
0: (laughs) but i also knew i would get roasted for that like i came into this with my armor on
1: it's up oh that's sweet like your books just kidding (laughs) now i'm waiting for your next answer we're finally at the end of our meal where we of course order dessert what is your guilty pleasure shame free You're sometimes you just need to cut through everything else in the meal change paces and on a good note can be decadent or sweet but for sure a sometimes treat and no substance just pure indulgence i feel attacked why i feel
0: like you created these questions (laughs) To get me to admit things.
1: (laughs) I wanted our listeners to get to know you like I know you. (laughs) Okay. Before I share this answer. Your indulgence. (laughs) My indulgence.
0: I would like to take a trip down memory lane to almost exactly one (laughs) year ago. Okay. We did our first episode was titled Meet Katie and Kimmy. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember when I sat across from you? <laughs> Just like this? Just like this. And I said, absolutely not. I will not read romance books. <laughs> they are stupid. I recall. <laughs> so my dessert
1: <laughs> is silly, feel good
0: romance books.
1: I'm sorry, what was it? like i can't hear i'm sorry what romance books (laughs) okay oh Oh
0: my (laughs) you got me (sighs) okay so i've had my eyes opened throughout this podcast throughout interacting with so many different people and i have come across books like the float plan people we meet on vacation and the five-year plan even throw in a little bit of yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i've changed the accent a little bit on that <laughs> depends Some on young adults <laughs> <Some> <laughs> young adults i'm getting silly now uh romance like instructions for dancing and kimmy's jaw is literally on the floor right now i will say Except it's not because i'm not
1: surprised you love that because it's a great book
0: it is a great book but i will say that having this podcast and interacting so much with so many different book lovers on social media has really opened my eyes. I can still have my heart racing thrillers, but I can also enjoy other books or sometimes use them as palate cleansers. When I get sick of one particular genre, I still refuse to read smut except for my good old fashioned fairy porn in ACOTAR. For those of you who don't know what ACOTAR is, it is A Court of Thorn and Roses by Sarah J. Moss, and it is fairy poured. and I will read it with no shame, and that is it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Well, I mean, call me uh, your twin, or cliche, or whatever you will, but my sweet treat is sweet stories, also. I don't feel as aggressively about it as you do. But every now and then, I just need romance, pure, rom-com, easy, delightful, guaranteed happy-ending goodness. I actually call them palate cleansers as well in my usual vernacular, but that's all right. Sometimes I just need light-hearted, ooey-gooey goodness to save me from drowning in my emotional books. I honestly could do more this year. I love stuff by Christina Lauren. I have a few that I want to read from them specifically. I've been wanting to try out Jasmine Gilroy and helen huang she i think her books you will love yeah Yeah. you like her i do she's cute uh one of my top reads last year was the love hypothesis and we're gonna do an episode on that yeah it was so amazing so i just really like that sometimes
0: i mean okay i don't know why i got so aggressive (laughs) you did i got really passionate about that just because Lindsay always makes fun of me because I always go back on what I decide I'm never going to do. And I did it. The one thing
1: that you, you can replace it with, if you will, to vehemently not like ever is classics. Yeah. (laughs) You don't like those. Uh,
0: One thing I will share with you is this afternoon uh, we went, my husband and I and the kids went and uh, went to second and Charles, which is if you're not familiar with it, it's a used bookstore. So anyway, my husband's like, I want a good mystery. And I was like, okay, well, what do you want? He doesn't typically read mystery either. So that's why it was a little bit weird. But I was like, what do you want? Like, name some sort of subgenre of mystery and I will give you a book. And he's like, Agatha Christie. And I was like, really? Like, that's, that's what you want? You're on your own. You're on your own, pal. I don't
1: know any of that. Have you ever read a one? No. Are you going to? Is she too classic? No, she still turns them out, doesn't she? I think she's dead. Is she dead?
0: I mean, if she's turning them out, then they're really good. <laughs> That's mysterious. Uh, she died in 1976. <laughs> she was born in 1890. <laughs> she would be 131 years old. <laughs> Although, if she's still churning them out, like, good for her. Is she not? No, if she is, then it's really spooky.
1: Maybe I just thought because stuff gets, like, turned into movies. Okay, so he just wants to read something from his current times then is what yes. he wants to do. Yes. She, he is so
0: obsessed with classics. And I just am not. She I is- can
1: do classics. I don't like... I really didn't like with Pride and Prejudice how hard it was to read. Yeah. And I feel like there was a huge difference between that and nineteen eighty four, which is a classic.
0: But I also don't like dystopian.
1: Well I'm I know, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But yeah. I don't like I don't mind classics that you can read easily and it it they basically talk the same way we talk now. Even though there was, you know, double speak and what have you there. Right. But you can just read it in today's language and it's not all this like flowery peppermint well mrs peppershire she went down to fluffing her mutton busters and <laughs> was just so keen with the cordial friendly neighbor <laughs> it's like, what the? just what? say what you're trying <laughs> to say <laughs> <laughs> miss peppershire had the hots for her neighbor like we got it okay <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> like, so that's the only thing i have if it's like just too yeah. like even like shakespeare I don't like that you Oh, have I don't to... like Shakespeare because you have to interpret it, essentially. Yeah. Except I do like Macbeth because there's murder. I mean, sometimes the stories can be okay. I just don't right. like to read it in its original form because who can understand
0: that? Right. There's classes that break it down for you. And books that explain the book.
1: But I do also not like reading things and not getting the references. Yes. Maybe that's why I don't like classics. I mean,
0: I feel like I'm always missing something. If that makes sense. Like in 1984, I felt like I was missing something because. You, you missed
1: the entire point of that book and you wouldn't change your mind about the characters. <laughs> so, yes, you did miss something with that is one. Is it a
0: seasonal book like The Nutcracker and The Dancing Mouse and <laughs> Mousehead, whatever? That is so stupid. It was a dumb book. I'm sorry. Get. I challenge you to bring me a classic I will enjoy. Oh, okay. Maybe it's Agatha
1: Christie because I was just looking at it. It's Dr. Her
0: Zhivago. Hair. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I could do some like Murder on the Orient Express. That's the only book I know by her. Uh, There's like books coming out about her now. Like the... Because she was... What's it called? Like the Christie Affairs or something? I and did it, not hear it that. It covers uh, the story of how she just went like missing for a period of time. What? is this real the thing that happened was real but yeah the, that's what i wanted. to there's a yeah. novel about it let's see but she was like
0: okay she was churning out books her first book came out in 1920 the mysterious affair at styles
1: i think she was alive
0: i don't know murder on the orient express came out in 1934 murder in the mesopotamia death on the nile okay i could absolutely get behind some of these Mrs. McGinty's dead blood will tell. Hickory dickory dock. <laughs> oh, and she wrote Mrs. Marple, too. Yeah, I could actually get behind some of these. All right, so I should go home and apologize to my husband for shaming him in the middle of the store.
1: Why? You probably shouldn't. He's not going to listen to this. No. Um, so it's called The Mystery of Mrs. Christie by Marie Benedict. Okay. It's rated a 3.7. Is it Goodreads. already out? I believe so. What is it, murder? You haven't seen it? I see it all the time. No. The mystery of Mrs. Christie. And so in December 26, she goes missing. And investigators can only find her empty car in the deep, gloomy pond. And there's a fur coat and tire tracks. And her husband and daughter have no idea where she is. And 11 days later, she reappears, claiming amnesia. And providing no explanation for her time away. And so it's a novel about that. And how her untold history offers perhaps her greatest mystery of all. It just came out in December 29th, so it's super fresh.
0: Well, I'm adding that. (laughs) I was on a a book buying BN that went out the window today. (laughs) Yeah. So Um, why don't we do
1: two things? What are we going to do? Read one book actually by her, and then read the mystery about her. Are we going to read
0: the same book by her?
1: If you want. We don't have to.
0: I feel like we have to. Okay. Because I feel like...
1: Are we going to read the same one as your hubs?
0: No, he didn't find one. There wasn't any by her there. Hmm. So... Death on the Nile or Orient Express?
1: Death on the Nile, for sure. Okay. Well, okay, so I will say also... That's been another great thing about this podcast is I also have expanded and realized how much I do like thrillers and mysteries even more, and I read a lot more. But it's just interesting. I know that there will be a lot of change and growth this year because while I did expand my horizons last year, I think I also didn't read as much as what I was, like straight up wanted to read. And I think that was partially even less podcast and more books to bookstagram, and it was almost just Reading with trends or books around made me do it, and so I don't know. Did you not enjoy everything that you read last year? There was just too many Meh things, yeah, and stuff like I've really wanted to read for myself got put on the back burner, like Una Out of Order, The Invisible Husband of Frick Island, and just get pushed away. So I don't know, but I'm excited. <laughs> Are we gonna do Agatha in uh April? Agatha. Because it's April's? an alliteration? Sure. Sure. And we're doing Love Hypothesis in March. Yep. So here's so everyone can keep up. We're doing Reckless Girls next week, so be sure to read that. The Love Hypothesis in March. And then in April we're gonna do Death on the Nile and The Mystery of Mrs. Christie. We're gonna two do two books in one episode probably. For that one mm-hmm
0: oh man look at this a whole episode just was born in an episode born in an episode <laughs> Wow thank you to my husband Stanley Tucci oh no <laughs> he look, he just looks like him <laughs> yeah so I'm excited I'm excited too. season two it's we, be
1: are a wild ride. Yeah, we, we are here all right yeah we are here
0: um today. It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. Soap and oh. I have been filled with emotions today. Always oh, in-, in your feelings, that one. <sighs> you say one thing on one soapbox and you just get <laughs> chastised for life. Um, but yeah, this is a fun and wild ride. And I'm so thankful for my co-host Aww. that she decided to uh, bite on this joke that I proposed <laughs> to her via text uh a little over a year ago.
1: It's been so fun. It has. I'm so grateful for you. Yeah. And letting me do all the crazy things I do. What do you do that's crazy? Uh I don't know. Pick Pride and Prejudice <laughs> as a gift for a friend in nineteen eighty four and all the things. We tried it. We tried it. We
0: tried it. Now we're gonna try some AC. A C in the heezy,
1: you're gonna get hooked. I have a feeling.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling that this is this is my calling. That this is my my uh, classic niche.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: And I also have that feeling about Sherlock Holmes. I have also not read any. of this
1: Oh, his. interesting. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, I want to. Yeah,
0: maybe we'll do a Who's Done It Sherlock Holmes style. <laughs>
1: I don't know. who knows anything could happen it's season two on the lost chill podcast because we have literally lost our chill we do that we do that thank you for indulging all my whims and going out with me for our first episode back on the lost chill podcast
0: of course i will always go on a dinner date with you anytime wink (laughs) please do i love dinner (laughs) and thank you to all of our listeners we hope that you enjoyed tonight's episode or today's whenever you're listening to it (laughs) this episode we have tons of great things planned for these upcoming year just a reminder next week we're going nope not next week two weeks two weeks we're going to be
1: discussing reckless girls by rachel hawkins so be sure to read that please leave us a review on apple Podcasts. we read them all we love them all and they help us and melt our hearts
0: yes so leave us a review follow us on instagram at the lost chill katie's lost chill and at kimmy's lost chill And we can't wait for another year of talking books with you all.
1: Bye. Bye.